My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. And welcome back to Our House, the podcast. Yep, yep. Thank you guys once again for tuning in to another episode of Our House, the podcast. I can't say enough how much we appreciate those of you who listen and ride with us every single week. Mm-hmm. We love y'all. For sure. <laughs> So yeah, welcome back. It is now April. We're in a new month. We've had some consistent warm days and whatnot. It's been wonderful, don't you think? I think so. And I just wish that, you know, I had as much consistency in the gym as I did on these microphones every week. (laughs) So. Well, let's let's make that a goal. Let's make that a goal for April. Consistency. Today is the the seventh. Yeah. Okay. So. Because I want to go to, I really want to go to the gym. But the thing is, I need classes. So I need to find some classes, figure out what time they are, and, like, go to them. Mm-hmm. Because I can't just go to the gym and do stuff. Like, I won't know what I'm doing because it's just not me. I'm used to taking dance classes so I can do workout classes. I got you. Think we're going to do it? I hope so. You know, I hope your classes are free. <laughs> They're they're with the membership. Okay. With gym membership. All right, we'll see. Yeah. It's like all your extra uh, curricular activities gotta have an added cost to them. You just can't be regular. What do you mean? Hopefully, we fine. Like if you add me to your gym membership, Mm -hmm. regardless of if I take class or just go do what you do, it's gonna be the same. See, it costs me ten dollars. I feel like yours, because you're going to have all this extra stuff. No, I'm not. The classes are included with, you could take the classes too. Okay, we'll see. We'll go in there and check. I've already looked it up. Oh, why we ain't going in? Because I haven't been dedicated to it, and neither have you. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with the added fees. You're just trying to start something with me. No, you're trying to start nothing. Yes, you are. I don't understand that. <laughs> And you and I both have went in there together, so I don't understand why you're having this totally different attitude about it now. I'm not. I'm just saying. Whatever. Anyway, not going to let him ruin my vibe. Oh, my God. I said that I was going to start going to the gym. That's what I meant. So, what's new with you? How was your week? Week was good. After coming back from Florida and all that. Yeah, I know. Just trying to get back in the fold. Been out. You know what I'm saying? When you be on vacation. Then you got to take a whole week to get back into work mode. Yeah, that's pretty much what my week consisted of was just like getting back into the fold of things that I had going on. Plus like planning for the month. I was tired. So it ain't in the planner. If it ain't in the planner, it ain't going to get done. And, you know, my April was looking kind of thin. So I had to (laughs) sit down all week and kind of figure out what I had going on. So Mm -hmm. there's that. Mm-hmm. A couple things in that planner that didn't get done. It was one thing uh, last week in my planner that I did not do. One thing. Okay. Why are you on my case? <laughs> Seriously? Uh, I don't know. Oh, y'all. I need patience today because he tried me on this microphone. We only four minutes in. It's all good. You know. Is it? Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, all right. Well, anyway, I was I had something prepared to say to you that was so sweet and so nice, and I don't even feel like saying it right now. Why? So maybe I'm I, maybe as we continue on this microphone, maybe I feel like plugging it in later, but it just won't go now because I just you just trying me right I'm now. I'm not trying you. I'm just you are with you. you are I trying to take me. a joke. Nope, not feeling it. Anyway, <sighs> so. Marcus is getting on my nerves and we're, oh, look at the cat. You missed it. Uh, We're getting ready to celebrate our four-year wedding anniversary this week. Yay. And he's getting on my nerves per usual. I mean, that's just part of it. You know what I'm saying? That's what you signed up for. Like yesterday when you was getting on my last nerves, you know what I'm saying? But I What was I doing? Oh, 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 oh. 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 Yeah. Well, that was going to be the sweet thing that I was going to say from yesterday. But you tried me. You tried me twice in four minutes. I ain't try you. That is a record. I was just messing with you. You tried me twice in four minutes. I'm just messing with you. It ain't that serious. 
Woosa. Five, four, three, two, one. You know, when you're frustrated, it's good to like count backwards. I mean, I don't know what you frustrated. And it gets you back on track. But no, seriously, I I wanted to say before you tried to kill my vibe, I was th- I wanted to thank you for being so patient with me yesterday and for being patient with me all the time and just always supporting me and loving me. And I know I asked for a lot at mm-hmm. times. And so I just appreciate you, you know, being there. It's all good. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and what made me think about it is when you said cat, I thought about that beaver that we saw yesterday. Oh, we did see a beaver um, yesterday. So that's what made me think about yesterday. But if for all y'all, y'all don't know, she was, uh, she had me being her photographer yesterday and she had like a whole session he's my hobographer um, for my blog and of course it ain't just one outfit she got like multiple outfits multiple locations like we sitting <laughs> around here going around the city i'm sitting out here taking pictures at all these different locations with different outfits on and you know that wasn't what i planned on my saturday looking like well so, i appreciate you so then she tried to come humor me and watch the, the game with me yesterday but it still wasn't you know, I was already just... And like, I made you margaritas. You did make me... You tried to just throw that in there real quick because you wanted me to also take more pictures <laughs> when we got to the house. So she was like, yeah, I'm going to try to have these margaritas ready so that he won't say nothing. No, I was going to make you margaritas just because I appreciated you. And I had already told you I needed two more shots at the house. Yeah, but that was after you had snuck in another location at a store. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like my whole day yesterday. It was two hours. He's being so dramatic and he's exaggerating so much right now. It was literally two hours and it may have only been an hour and a half. Two hours. Four so locations. How many hours are in a day? It was enough. How many hours are in a day? It was prime real estate time. Can you tell me how many hours are in a day? It's 24 hours in a day. Okay, so my pictures took up an hour and a half to two hours. I think it took longer that than that. That is not but your entire day like you just said. I think it took more than that because it was prep time before. You had to ask me questions beforehand. What I asked you before? About where we was going to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So you ain't you ain't counting that part, but it's all good. Okay, well, before you continue complaining and I take back me saying you being patient, I really do appreciate you though, because um you helped me out a lot mm-hmm. and I finally fi- figured out why photographers charge what they do though. <laughs> yeah, it's time consuming. It definitely is time consuming. For sure. But I I appreciate you and I love you. I love you too. Even though you get on my nerves, I love you. I mean, that's just part of it. But I'm just messing with you. I'm good. I know you're always messing with me. You're always trying to get up under my skin, be a pest. That's a part of being married to your best friend because they know what buttons to push to really, like, make you mad. Mm Mm-hmm. And he does it well. Press them buttons. (laughs) (laughs) But, no, like, on Thursday, we're going to be celebrating four years of marriage. Mm -hmm. And I'm super excited to celebrate my anniversary with my loving husband. I can't believe that four years have already passed since we got married. Like, if I close my eyes, I can put myself back on that day. And it's just like, four years, really? Yeah, man. I mean, they kind of flew by. Kind of. They definitely flew by. Yeah, I mean... Because it, it just seems like, you know, we we talked about the four years because nobody ever counts the time that you was together before that. Right. So, you know, to me, you know, I'm thinking about the 10-year aspect. Like, Yeah, in November, we'll be celebrating 10 years together. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trade our experience for anything. No, nah, I mean, it's been a good ride, you know. <laughs> I mean, I don't plan on getting I was about to say, soon. you said. <laughs> like it's coming to an end. No, nah, no, I'm just saying it's been it's been a, a good time, and you know I'm I'm happy at the place that we're in. Me too. So I want to take a second to kind of like think back to our wedding day because um, we've never shared like details about our wedding day on the microphone, and so I felt like the episode before our anniversary is a great time to talk about our wedding day. Don't mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking back to the night before we got married. So we had our rehearsal. We had our rehearsal dinner. And then Marcus and I parted ways. And I went to a hotel 
and I was by myself. I was really getting nervous kind of at this point. And it wasn't like a nervous to where like I didn't want to get married. It was just a nervous that like I'm about to have a wedding, my wedding. All eyes are going to be on me and Marcus and it's like it's real like we about to get married and i was excited but it was like nervous and excited energy like all built in together Mm -hmm. and so like some of my friends and my bridesmaids like they went out that night but i was just kind of wanting to rest and get my mind right you know stay to myself and i got the bubble goods like pretty bad really i don't think i knew that yeah my stomach was real queasy that night before it's like that (laughs) No, I mean, it was just ner- like, have you ever been just so nervous about something that you just get kind of bubbly? Um, Can't say that I have. About nothing? Mm-mm. Oh, well, lucky you. That's just, I guess that's just what happens to me when high pressure situations happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I was a little nervous, but it wasn't to the point where I was. Yeah, but here. you were nervous, but then you weren't like alone with your thoughts. And I think that was, so I wanted to be alone with my thoughts, but I probably shouldn't have been alone with my thoughts. Fault then. Because I, yeah, but you, like you went out that night. I definitely did. And. And I felt it the next day. Yeah. For and sure. it's so crazy y'all, because Marcus had a bachelor party weeks before the wedding <laughs> because Is I. Upset? No, I'm not upset. I'm just making a point. And to people who haven't gotten married yet, I'm about to express why having a bachelor party weeks before, bachelorette bachelor party weeks before is so important. Because the reason why he had it weeks before, because I was like, I don't want you, you know, feeling sick or hungover or anything like that on our wedding day. Like, you're supposed to enjoy the wedding day to the full capacity of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. And so we had this whole understanding. And, you know, Marcus had his family and friends come in from out of town for the wedding. And they were wanting to take him out because um, a lot of them didn't make the bachelor party. So that's fine. That's very understandable. But they just kept buying him drinks and buying him drinks and buying him drinks. And so guess what? On our wedding day, like, he didn't feel well. I did. He was hungover like crap, like and he real. did not feel well at all. And that's something that a lot of people probably don't even know, like about our wedding day. Yeah, yeah. I was uh man, that night was honestly I don't even remember half of it, to be honest. I was like super drunk. And I hadn't been like that in years. Yeah. So my nervous energy went to my bubble guts. Yours went to drinking. And <laughs> I don't Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I had I had told myself at the beginning, and I told my best friend, I was like, yo, don't let them get me drunk. Because I was like, because some of the people that was coming, like, I knew that they was going to be on that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, make sure I don't get drunk. He was like, bro, I got you. Yeah, that failed. He lied. Yeah, he definitely did, because then he was helping. Yeah. So, you know, the next day, honestly, I don't even remember how I got home. Um, I just remember waking up like, what happened last night? And see, y'all, this, like, I was honestly kind of mad. Like, once I found out that he was, like, hungover, because on the wedding day, he told me he didn't feel well, but he was telling me it was, like, cold allergies, like, that type of not feeling well. Like, he was coming down with something that way. So, I didn't know. But, like, days later on the on our, on the anniversary, on our honeymoon, I found out that he was, like, more so hungover. And it kind of made me mad because we had had the discussion that he wasn't going to do that the night before because he already had had his bachelor party so he could enjoy the wedding. And there was aspects of the wedding that he kind of missed out on and don't remember because he was not feeling well. Yeah, I really wasn't. I mean, honestly, the day just kind of went by, and then I already don't like taking pictures anyway. So just if you if you like me and you don't like taking pictures on your wedding day, you just gotta suck it up because that's just just part of it. Yeah, it is. And so everybody wanted to have a camera in your face, and you know all this. this and all and he wanted to do, I'm sure, was go to sleep. That's all I wanted to do was go to sleep. That's it. Ugh. Y'all, that just makes me so mad just thinking about it. So to those of you who have not gotten married, Jerry, you're about to get married, or you're thinking about getting married, um. Don't get drunk the night before your wedding. Try not to. Would you Would you give that advice to? I mean, you know, I mean, I still had a good time though. So you know, I mean, it was it was. I mean, don't get drunk to the point where like, like I was, mm-hmm. but I, I still recommend that you going out and having a good time the night before you get married, for sure. Uh, but you ain't got to do it 
the problem is I don't recommend you going out the night before. So the problem is is we was in in our city. I know a lot of people. So everywhere we was out, somebody would tell them that, you know, we was about to get married. That was the problem. So anywhere we went, somebody was like, Oh, they're gonna Marcus right there, you about to get married. Oh, I gotta get you a shot, I gotta get you yada yada yada. And so, you could just be like, I'm okay, thank you. I mean, you don't think that I said that? No. Okay. Well, you don't know me then. <laughs> I don't think that you said that. I definitely did. I definitely did. But, you know, they just kept going. And then, you know, I'm like, it takes a lot for me to, you know, get drunk anyways. So I'm like, you know, the first couple of them, I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good. And mm-hmm. then I didn't eat. And mm-hmm. so that was another aspect of it, too, because we was at Dave and Buster's. Um, at least that's the only part I remember. I think we ended up. Yeah, going I went to, to the weekend too. Okay, so yeah, that part mm-hmm. I I rarely remember that part. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so you know more about it. Than and I let do. me tell y'all something. The moment that I knew that the night had gone left, I so I stayed in the hotel, and um, my sister and like my cousins on my dad's side of the family were also in that same hotel. So once I had got my stomach under control, I went to one of their rooms and I was hanging out with them the night before the wedding just you know talking and catching up and stuff and then someone in marcus's friend group oh my god text me and was like hey do you know where marcus is and i'm like no <laughs> i don't like y'all are supposed to know where marcus is it's the night before our wedding we're not supposed to see each other like we're not together right now no do y'all know where Mark like and it wasn't multiple people it was one person and later you know his uh female cousins shout out to you guys who was with him the entire night like they told me the full story of everything that happened that night later I mean but the but person who in that you, moment you should have just been like no in that moment I'm sitting there like uh no what like why don't you know where marcus is so that let me know that they were out and it was a lot going on and i was just like you know what i'm i'm not even gonna ask no questions right now and i think i ended up texting you or something and you responded i don't know but Mm-mm. i don't know i just felt like the person who texted you you should have just been like yeah they they just they just can't get right period so you just can't, gotta avoid them at all costs yeah whatever so that's what I was. Thinking. He was still out with you, or so I thought he was out with exactly. you. Exactly. Maybe maybe we wanted to dodge him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you, and you out here like blowing it up. I ain't blowing nothing up. He texted me. Cause you probably did. You text him back and let him know where we was. I didn't know where you were. I'm talking about after you talked to me. I don't think I asked you where you were. Oh, okay. I didn't find out the details of the different places that you went that night until days later when your cousins told me. I got you. So, yeah, I was just like, no, I don't know. Like, that's probably what I told him. And then I don't think he ever said anything else after that. Okay. But, um, yeah, so, okay, so that was the night before. Anyway, our wedding day turned out to be absolutely amazing. I had, I had <laughs> the best time ever. I don't know about Marcus, um, but. I mean, I'm just glad that everybody else had a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like the, I always say, like the wedding is not really for for me. Yeah, but you should have had a good time. You know what I'm too. saying? It was for everybody else and you. But you should have had a good time too. I mean, it was cool. I, like I said, I was happy that everybody else had a good time. Our wedding was definitely so much fun. Like it was like one of the most hype weddings ever. No, nah, it was hype. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My only co- complaint about you know a lot of stuff was that that they threw my liquor away at the church. Oh, well, um, that was your fault because when we knew when we were getting married at the church that you weren't supposed to have alcohol in the church. I mean, it's a church. I mean, but still. You should have left just, it in the car. I, mean, I don't know who brought it in there because I didn't bring it in there, but the point is they threw it away. They yeah. could have just gave it to us. No, you shouldn't. Whoever threw it away, they drink it. I guarantee you. <laughs> but it was in or the church. Or maybe they didn't throw it away. It maybe was they, in the church and that was one of they, their rules, so you should have left it in the car. Maybe and they didn't you didn't throw need it no away. liquor anyway from the night before. You didn't need no liquor. <laughs> it wasn't about me. How many times I got to tell you It's not about me. It's about all my So other all your groomsmen should have went to the car to take a shot or whatever they was trying to do and then went in. Like they shouldn't have done it. And that's still like in the parking lot of a church, but I mean it's better than bringing it in the church. The point is you know, you doing it, so God know you doing it where, wherever you at. Okay. Anyway. anyway. So, um, 
Our wedding was at a church, if you ain't figured that out <laughs> by now. We got married at a church, and then um, our reception was at a place in Nashville called Rocket Town. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a multi-purpose place. Like, yeah. they have skateboarding there. They have a huge concert hall where they like have concerts and events which is where our wedding was held and then they have like a smaller facility that could also be used for weddings and other stuff um and the reason why I chose Rocket Town for our wedding was because they let me have creative freedom of like whatever I wanted so like a lot of wedding venues they'll tell you oh like you have have to to use use our vendors you have to use our decorators you have to use our bartender like you have to have our food that we provide here and I didn't want that. I wanted to pick my own caterer, my own decorator, my own bartender. Like, you know, I wanted to pick all that stuff myself. And Rocket Town provided me that opportunity. So that was part. And plus it was like a blank canvas and I could turn it into whatever I wanted. Everybody doesn't want to be that hands-on. So if you don't want to be that hands-on, then another type of venue might be the best thing for you. Mm -hmm. But we had a wonderful time. We had a band during dinner. And then we had um, a DJ, shout out to DJ Tui. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had him um, during our after dinner, during the reception part, and he had our wedding like absolutely lit. Like it was so much fun. For sure. I had a good time. Yeah. So um, anything else you want to add about the wedding? Nah. No, nah, I think you pretty much summed it up. It's a good time. Yeah. Because you probably don't remember any of it. I mean, you know, me and my memory. Yeah, it's pretty trash. Okay, anyway, so <laughs> we're going to move on to Marcus Money Moment. Dang, don't be so dry about it. So mad because I don't remember every aspect of... Uh, Just go into your money moment. You know what I'm saying? So since we're talking about weddings and, um, you know, all that, let's, let's talk about the cost of this stuff, right? So, you know, I want to give y'all some, some tips on how to save money um, on your wedding. Because even though I want y'all to have a great time, we want to be, you know, think about what we're spending. Because that was like one of my main concerns, too, um, as far as the wedding. Because like I said, you want to have a good time, but you want to be smart about it. So um, save money on your wedding and still have a good time. So number one thing I would say is start with a well-defined budget. Like, don't just talk about all the stuff that you want to do and then put a budget afterwards like you want to kind of get that hard cap number set a hard maximum like this is the amount of money that we're going to spend and then based off this this is the activities that we'll be able to do right so i feel like a lot of times people will just start saying i need this 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 and this and then trying to do your budget based on the stuff that you want and i think that's the going about it backwards what you think um i agree to a certain extent sometimes it's hard um to set a hard budget in the very beginning because you might not have a ballpark idea of how much stuff costs Again, as far as weddings go. That's the whole point. You, you might not know. You might not know. So if somebody is going into wedding planning like completely blind and they have these elaborate ideas for what they want and then they set a budget for $5,000, it's not going to work. Well, then your, your reality and your budget and your money don't align. But what I'm saying is if they set that as their budget, thinking that they'll be able to accomplish that with that budget. And that doesn't mean that's all that their budget can can allot for. Mm. But they set that thinking that that'll work. Yeah. Once they realize it won't work, they might have to change their budget. I would say don't go over budget for what you can afford. <laughs> I mean, again, um, I don't agree at all that's fine uh what i'm saying is you should set a hard maximum budget at the beginning and if your hard maximum budget only allows for you to put up five thousand dollars then your your wedding but that's what i'm saying i didn't say that that was all that it allowed well that again then just... that's just not but still it's not being realistic because if you want all of this stuff you just know that five thousand dollars is probably not gonna work especially if you got this long laundry list of people that you want to come but some people don't know nothing about wedding planning before they get into it. Well, that's why I'm giving you these tips. You need to set this hard <laughs> maximum budget at the beginning. And if you have a long list of people, $5,000 is just not going to work. All right. So what I would suggest with that is like a tier to that is list all the known expenses that you're going to have. Right. So whatever fixed cost that you think you want to have, such as a DJ, band, the venue, maybe you got to get furniture, 
uh, officiant. Now, see, doing all that, then they'll be able to set an well, accurate budget. That's what I'm saying. all goes under the same same tier. Yeah. Right? So you're going to list all those expenses. Yeah, I up. agree with you when it comes to, like, setting a budget and then changing it five million times because you just want to keep adding yeah, stuff. Yeah. But what I'm saying is find out how much the stuff you want is going to cost first and then set your budget based off that because if you set a budget blindly – then you're going to end up raising it a bunch of times Or you're just not going to be able to get everything you want. Period. That's what I'm saying. So you can set the budget first um, and then list out all the expenses and then some stuff is just going to have to be cut. Uh, And so that's why I I listed it that that way. And then also, you know, you want to make educated estimates for other expenses that you might not have thought about, like food, drinks, um, you know, stuff like that. Um, I will also say within that budget, you could kind of build a buffer, which I think that you're talking about. Is having some last minute stuff that might pop up, like, you know, extra decorations. Maybe you got to add some more tables. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing. Shavari chairs. I mean, that ain't <laughs> happening. Uh, you know, one thing that a lot of people miss out on is they don't budget for the tips for people. Yeah. Right. So tipping the band, tipping the DJ, tipping, you know, the caterer, et cetera. And I know some people like, well, you mean I got a tip? Yeah. I mean, it's just customary to do that type of stuff. And if you built that into your max budget, then, you know, it's fine. Uh, number two, I say, don't go for the most obvious or convenient venue, right? So if, you know, everybody is getting married at the Plaza Hotel, the Plaza Hotel, uh, then that means that there's a demand for that spot. So that means that the price of that venue is going to be more expensive than, you know, maybe picking out, um, a venue that's more rural, right? Kind of go outside the mm-hmm, city like a little Rocket bit. Town. I mean, that ain't really rural. Cause in it's the not rural, but a lot of people wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, any- but now it, it ain't the same. Because yeah. everybody didn't kind of caught wind of, you know, Rocket Town. Yeah. So the prices have went up. Uh, But, you know, looking at some of the stuff that you can, you know, probably get some deals on. Um, You know, maybe a country club. Some of them, not all of them, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, public event spaces, you know, campgrounds for people who want to have their stuff out outside. You know, I know me and you didn't want that, but a lot of people Mm-mm. do. Uh, maybe you have a, a friend or family member who has a huge property, you know what I'm saying, that you could, you know, do something on, um, use their backyard if they have, you know, something like that. Uh, so that's just some of the examples that you can think of. Uh, number three is, and what I think that we did a really good job with, is leverage your personal relationship and, and business relationships that you have with people. Um, why you make that face? Go ahead. Uh, I think we did a good job because we used people that we knew. Oh, you you talking about our vendors? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about leveraging your your contacts so that you can get better deals on on different things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I misunderstood completely where you were going with that. No, we definitely leveraged Uh, the people that we knew for, like, services. Absolutely. So, you know, some of the examples would be, like, if you have a friend who is a bartender, like, hire them like yeah you have a friend who's in photography or videography hire them yeah um transportation uh you know decorations and setup officiating you know catering you know catering all of those things that we list right now we use somebody that we knew Mm -hmm. um and they gave us the most that they could at the best price yep Right. So, of course, we didn't come in there, you know, asking them to do it for free. Freebies, no. Uh, But we just tried to figure out what is the maximum amount of things that we can get at this price point. And they kind of built something for us. And that's just maximizing the people that you know. Yeah. So I definitely would, you know, recommend uh, you using those people and just really thinking outside the box when it comes to that kind of stuff. Because I know a lot of times people know people, but then when it comes down to a service that they might need, they forget about that. Oh, man, I should have called X, Mm -hmm. Y and Z. Um, You don't have to go about it that way. Yeah. Uh, My next tip would be explore all your lodging options. Um, If you're in a venue, you know, you want to make sure that you reserve in the blocks of rooms. You want to negotiate a discount uh, for the people who are coming to visit, you know. And do that early because the later you wait, the harder it's going to be. Yeah, for sure. From experience. So, you know. Definitely want to get that done, you know, as early as possible so that you can kind of get the best deals and uh, people will be more inclined to want to come because they know that they're, you know, being able to stay for a relatively good price. Yeah. Um, Number five is look for alternative to on-site catering. So we kind of talked about that a little while. There's a lot of times the venues that you go to, they'll have on-site catering, but there's always going to be a premium on using those services. So if you have the option to go outside of them and hire your own caterer, you're probably going to come out cheaper. 
Um, so that you're just able make to sure stay. you ask questions because they're definitely going to try to get you to use theirs and they might lead you to believe that's your only option. But if you ask questions, they're going to have to tell you the truth. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times that those plates, they, you know, anywhere from 25 to $35 a plate, sometimes even higher than that. And if you got a wedding list of 150 plus, that kind of it adds up. It adds up real quick. So check into that. Um, number six is. Buy your own alcohol ahead of time. Yes. In um, book. Yeah. So um, if you're planning on serving, you know, wine, beer, you know, different type of spirits, you could, uh, you know, plan ahead and kind of buy that stuff, you know, month by month. Um, you know, you can buy cases every month until you get up to that day. And by the time that your wedding is, you'll have enough liquor to, you know, supply everybody. It's going to come out cheaper than, you know, using on on site stuff. Uh, number seven is, you know, choose your DJ wisely. Uh, you know, most of the time for wet, wedding entertainment, you only got three options. Um, and that's either hire a band, hire a DJ, <laughs> or the cheap way is to use somebody's phone and speak a deck. You yeah. know, now most people are probably not going to do the third one. So you're either going to hire a DJ or you're going to hire a band. Um, you know, just utilize the relationships hopefully you know somebody who's in one of those spaces that they can kind of give you a good deal uh but you know typically you're going to usually spend more on a band than you would a dj but sometimes people like the you know the band aspect and the dj aspect to kind of combine them so it just really just depends on what that maximum budget is mm -hmm. so number eight is and this is real big is control your floral budget your whole budget can get ate up by these flowers not even gonna yeah lie to flowers you. are expensive uh, so when it comes to that, you know, they're going to show you all these fancy arrangements and things that they can do with all these flowers. Just understand when you're using true flowers, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. Um, so, you know, just limit your floral arrangements mm -hmm. so that you don't eat too much into your budget. Yeah. Because it's expensive. Uh, number nine, keep your decorations simple and tasteful. Uh, you know, a lot of times when y'all hire these wedding planners, they try to get all elaborate with these decorations and stuff. And that, Why you say it like that? Because that's just what they do. Um, and it looks beautiful for these pictures that you only going to, you know, be there for a few hours. Uh, uh, the pictures last forever. Yeah. I, but anyway, keep them simple because it can get expensive as well. And then my last one is, uh, and, and Jamari are probably not going to like this, but I don't care. Uh, use minimalist thank you cards and invitations, right? So you don't have to spend all of this money. Use minimalist invitations? Yeah, but the ones that you was wanting, <laughs> right? So when you had me on this side, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, Marcus came to every wedding planning meeting that I had, and it was only to tell me no. That was going to be my asterisk that I was going to tell y'all last week. That, <laughs> um, you know, whoever the, the money conscious person is, um, in this whole ordeal, make sure you're at all of the uh, ordeal. Yeah, it's ordeal. What do you mean? The wedding, the planning process. Make sure you go to them because, you know, had I not been at some of these, we would have had $15 chairs. For no reason. I like those chairs. Exactly. Because it was a like. Right. So hopefully those tips will help with some of y'all that are, you know, in this wedding planning process or considering this wedding planning aspect uh you know i hope it helps yes thank you marcus for your lovely and informative marcus money moment you are so welcome was that better than my intro to it <laughs> sure all right because you know anything for you honey mm -hmm. anything for you Mm-hmm. Moving right along to the next portion of this podcast. So we're gonna keep it on topic. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna keep it on topic. We're talking about this wedding. And I've been through an emotional roller coaster in these past couple minutes because I went back to that place of being angry with Marcus for being hungover. Oh my god. On wedding day. That happened four years ago. You still it did, mad? but it's just it y'all just don't do that. Just do not drink so much the night before your wedding. To so where you you're hung question. over because I really think that it's important for the bride and groom to enjoy their wedding day. And for Marcus to just say, it was cool, it bothers me. But let me ask you this question. 
Did you have a great time? I had a wonderful time. Best day of my life. Okay. So what? why does what I got going on matter? Because you're my husband and I love you and I wanted you to have a similar experience. But I'm telling you I was fine, so that should be enough. When you say something is cool, that's not great. That's just cool. Like, I, should, I know you. I know you well enough to know. I mean, but how many times do you really just hear me just go all crazy about an experience? When you really love it? Like and when what? you Give really had example. a wonderful time? Give me an example. When we went to Hawaii. That was a good time. We went to Dubai. I mean, Ferrari World for sure. Ferrari World was amazing, man. See? You know what I'm saying? That was, it, wasn't, it was cool. It was cool. If something is cool, it's not great. And for our wedding day, you should be saying it was amazing. Like, we had the best time. But you just be like, yeah, it was cool. And that bothers me. It kind of hurts my feelings. But, not, but not, like, personally in that way, but for you, because I just, I hate that you missed out on that. But feeling. what I'm telling you is I'm fine. I know you're fine, but you don't know what you missed out on. That's I, I was I'm there. Saying. You was there, but you wasn't there. <laughs> I mean, I think that for the, you know, everybody had a good time, and so that makes me happy that everybody else had a good time. I mean, it, the wedding was not for me. It, it was, was for us. It was for, it was for everybody else. Okay. We're yeah. never going to agree on yeah, that. That's what I'm saying. So, Ever. I, but that's what I'm saying. I don't know why you harking on it because I'm, I'm not I'm harking good. on it. I was going to breeze past it, and you said, "Let me ask you a question," and you kept us here. So, as I was saying, I went down that road. So now he did his uh, Marcus Money moment, giving y'all some tips on how to save money and be cost efficient when it comes to wedding planning. Mm -hmm. And now we're gonna talk a little bit about some things that we wish that we had known. Before we had our wedding. Okay. And this could be like stuff that you wish you had known before we got married, period. Or things that you wish that you had known before the wedding. Okay. And it's not going to be a generic list. So really try to think about it. Yeah, I got a couple things that just come right off the top of my head. So do you want to go first? No, you, you can go first. Go? Okay, so the first thing that I wish that I had known better was to... Um, choose my wedding party more carefully. Mm -hmm. And the thing is like my whole, well, not my whole life, but you know, when you're younger and you're in a serious relationship, you automatically, or I automatically start thinking about the possibility of getting married one day. I have my Pinterest board. I do all this, you know, planning in my head. Mm -hmm. And I always told myself that I was going to have like four to five bridesmaids. And that was it. Okay. And I knew who those people were going to be. And then once we got engaged and I got super excited and it was just like the people are just so close to me at the time and stuff. And it's just like, I want like all these bridesmaids. I ended up with like nine bridesmaids. Right. Nine and a half because I had a junior. <laughs> Shout out to my junior. <laughs> but I had a lot of bridesmaids. You did. And it made me have to catch up. And I would have still chosen majority of those people. Mm -hmm. And that sticks with me to this day, but there are some that I probably should have um, thought about a little bit more. No, I agree. I mean, I would say the same thing. Uh, because being, being in someone's wedding party and the thing that people don't tell you, it's a, it's a commitment. Yeah. So anytime it's cute to do the bridesmaid proposal and the groomsman proposal and you have all these people and you take trips and you do this and you do that. And that's all fine and good. But anyone who has been married or is married could probably attest to the fact that it's not always sunshine and rainbows and happiness. It's not always what you see on social media because it's a group of people having to come together to do something for one person. And everybody's not always on the same page when it comes to those things. Facts. And so, um, like I said, it's, it's a commitment. It's something that you're agreeing to, to be a part of. And I don't think everyone always fully grasps that idea. <laughs> no, I feel you. I mean, I, I think the exact same thing, uh, you know, for the most part, I still have, you know, relationship with most of the people in there. Um, in my, that was in the wedding party, but, you know, I wish that I would have really thought about it and honed in on it a little bit more versus just rashing to make a decision. Yeah. Like, Based on the people who I talked to, you know, the last couple of weeks. Right. Versus it really, you know, really sitting down to like reflect on like, okay, I really need these people because they like the closest people. 
Right. And and looking at it from a majority standpoint, majority of the people in my wedding party, I still talk to. And I, yeah, like yeah. I said, I still would have included. But just because someone is super close to you, you don't have to ask them to be in your wedding. That's number one. Yeah. Because, like I said, it's a commitment. And people shouldn't get in their feelings about not being asked to be in your wedding either because it's a, it's a commitment. But, you know, like looking at my wedding photos and stuff, like there's some people that were a huge part of our day, but like our kids won't know them. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's true. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of sad to think about. I mean, so, I, I mean, to me, it's kind of sad I know, to think I mean, about. That's what I was going to say so from that aspect. I, mean, I would just say, um, take your time when thinking about it. Don't let the excitement of being engaged cause you to make rash decisions. Like if you've had a core p- group of people that you've always wanted, you probably should still stick with those people. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. Your turn. Uh, I would just say that, you know, and Jamari might not like it, but like really stick to the budget. Like you already said that in your care, money moment. Keep saying it. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not spending the money unless I have to. Yeah. Right. So a part of me, you know, saying it's cool about the whole experience is because I spent more money than I would want to have. Now, yeah. it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I did it because I wanted to make you happy and everybody else who came and attended have a good time. But I still, you know, in the back of my head, I was like, this is some silly ass shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's generally what I was saying in that's my head. That's really how he feels. I mean, that's just, that's just it. Is what We've it had is many conversations you about spent it. so much money on one day that, you know, you have those memories, but okay, that money could have went somewhere else. And it, it, you know, in the back of my head, I also thought like, okay, now we spending all this money to go back to an apartment. That was, yeah. that was one of the main things that was, was stuck in my head is like, okay, now we about to spend basically a great down payment, down payment on a crib. <laughs> no, you're right. You know what I'm saying? To go yeah. back to, to an apartment now don't get me wrong like i promise you i'm not saying anything is wrong with living in an apartment but just what my mindset is is like i would rather spend that money on some ownership and actually have something versus you know spending it all on one day for a party now one thing that i can say that i agree with marcus on and it took me a while to get to this point of agreement but i do agree that we did spend a lot of money on our day and i could think of a million other ways we could have spent the money however i don't regret spending it i mean i'm not saying i I feel like our wedding day was the best day of my life and i I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm not saying I regret it. I'm just saying that I would stick to a hard. I don't think you regret the wedding, but you regret spending the money. I definitely regret spending the money. So yeah, you do. I mean, I'm just saying just stick if if the number is whatever it is, right? I would just say that's what it is. And if something is not gonna be, you know, able to to meet because I'm going going outside of this budget, then I wouldn't do it. Because you're gonna look up and you're gonna be like, I cannot believe we spent X amount of dollars. Um, on this regardless if you may have help you know yeah. what i'm saying because you know uh i would say about 95 percent of the the wedding we pretty much pay for out of pocket yeah we did uh, mm-hmm. maybe even more than that i mean we appreciate the help that we did get from your mom um you know her mom was a saving grace on the extra stuff that we forgot about yes so like was. i was you know and she bought my dress absolutely so, like, you know, I was definitely blessing the fact that a lot of the small stuff that we didn't think about. And that was another thing. That's why I said build a buffer, because it's going to be some small stuff that you don't think about as far as the cost goes. That'll start to just add up over time. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I was about saying. By small, they really can be big. because <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, just like <laughs> over time, like you just like, damn, I forgot about that. Like, I forgot about this, this and this. And then you start looking and then you didn't add it a couple grand to your to your total. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, so you got that. And then like most people, not only do you have the day cost, but then right after that, now you're about to take this trip because you're going to go on a honeymoon. Yeah. That adds into your total cost, too. So, yeah. you know, what I'm saying I just think about the the totality of what we spent. And then I think about the place that we was in at, at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because, of course. And my mindset wasn't really there back then. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, of course, we're in a way better position than we was back then now. 
but you know what I'm saying we still we still made everything happen. But so that's that's why I always say like whatever that budget is, just make sure that you stick to it. And no matter how much you want Shavari chairs or whatever it is, you just gotta say no. Like <laughs> he definitely was he is. was there to say no. And in the grand scheme of things, it was it was the smartest thing to do for him to tell me no. Cause I mean, like I said, I've had Pinterest boards forever, so I had grand elaborate thing uh uh, dreams so you know it's it's all good and like i said my wedding day was amazing i without wouldn't trade anything without the chairs it was fine <laughs> okay so my next thing is um wedding favors aren't as important as people make them out to be okay so you don't have to if you're thinking about something you need to scrap you can scrap your wedding favors because nine times out of 10 people are going to lose them or not even take them home they're going to leave them on the table um and i can't believe you saying this because you I are mean, the 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 gift queen i know right and i mean we went out of town and you had gift bags for people like yeah and i still would do that but i'm just talking about wedding favors I get because it. for ours we ended up with like three different wedding favors we did so we had the photo that you can take in the photo booth that's a favor in oh, itself we're not talking about for the, the bridal party you're talking about for the wedding oh no I okay. still like giving gifts to my wedding party. Okay. I gave okay. them great I'm gifts. Like, I'm like, I'm, I can't believe this is coming from. No, I'm talking about the wedding favors. So like people do wedding favors for your guests. So you're talking about like the, the photo booth that we had. And yeah. So we had a photo booth and that's like a favor because it has the wedding day and, and pictures of mm-hmm. the people who are in the booth. We had a candy bar. So people could take a bag of candy home. Most people didn't even do it. Like they forgot to do it. So we had all this leftover candy that I won't even talk about because we didn't see it. Um. Anyway, uh, and then the last thing, my mom had made these like bride and groom bubbles. She like DIY'd them and mm. put them on the table. And, and I don't know if people, yeah. And I don't know if people like took them. Hmm. So, um, yeah, it, they're nice. But if you have to scrap something, it's okay to scrap the favors. Yeah. And nine times out of ten in today's day and time, you're going to have a photo booth anyway. So, boom, there's your favor. Right, right. So, you don't need the other stuff. Yeah. Do you have another one? Yeah, I do. Uh, this is not a, um, you know, a general. This is a, a real specific to us. Uh, so, what I learned um, on our wedding is that Regions Bank is trash. <laughs> Uh, that is not relevant to what we're oh, saying right now it definitely is to me oh my gosh so and the reason why i'm saying that and yeah if regent's president right now called me out to him that y'all bank is trash okay um but uh so after we uh you know the wedding was over the next day i think we was it the next day it was two days later so two days later we was heading out of town so you know we had got gifts and all this stuff and so I had decided, I was like, hey, man, we could just deposit, you know. Our cash and checks that we got. Our cash and checks, everything we got. We just deposit in the bank. Like, we don't have to go. You know, it's not that big of a deal. Because we were getting ready to go. On so we were just about to go. So I was like, man, I'll just deposit in the ATM. Yo, that was the worst decision ever. Because, yeah. Because something happened where the, the ATM, like, ate it my. It froze. Like, the ATM just, just froze up. It ate his card. It didn't give him his card back. It was like nothing we could do. Like, we had to call. Um the bank and i mean all that could tell us was that they're gonna roll the cameras back yeah and like, check to see like what we deposited and i think i think they ended up giving us our checks but then the cash took forever or one of, or vice versa nah, one of the, the cash other. they gave us in the checks i can't remember i can't remember either, either but way it, goes, it was it delayed and we were getting ready to go on our honeymoon uh for them to to like give us the money back and i honestly to this day feel my gut we still didn't get all the money that we yeah needed. i don't think we got uh, it all either. so as soon as we got back i closed my accounts at regions like yeah and i haven't been a customer since 2015 because it was just trash yeah uh, and then like it was like the whole customer experience it was like they were not very helpful or apologetic and and they was really trying to act like you know they could do nothing for us and you know my little pennies might not have meant anything to them but to me i'm like look i just dropped and we had just spent all this money on the wedding we about to go on the honeymoon wedding, we want this money <laughs> exactly and what i'm not trying to do is put everything on my credit card because that's not how that's not how we travel yeah. right so when we travel we're not trying to put all this money on our credit card like we no. use cash like that's right. what we do so yeah so that was one thing about the wedding that you know 
I remember. Well, then I guess the tip in that would be when you get your cash and checks as gifts, go inside the bank and do it that way. Yeah. Don't do it at the ATM because right. anything can happen. Facts. Luckily, we didn't really need it, so we was fine. Yeah. But it was just like one of those situations that... We wanted it. We we definitely wanted it. <laughs> we wanted the money, period. We definitely wanted it. And then, <laughs> not only was that, then we get down to our destination, and like, it was a whole story inside of that, too. Yeah. On the honeymoon. We don't have time to talk about okay, that. Okay, all right. But we can, right. maybe next week, since it'll be like after our anniversary... We can give our honeymoon story. Yeah. Because it's a doozy. That is definitely a, yeah. It's a doozy for yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Okay. Well, I didn't really get to go into like a whole bunch of list items because Marcus spent a whole lot of time on um the one about the budget. <laughs> and he talked about it twice. So I hope you guys know that that's like heavy, <laughs> heavy on his heart. About the well, budget of the wedding. For, for trying to he talked about it people. in his he talked about it in his money moment and then he talked about it for another ten minutes. I mean, you know what I'm part. saying? Unless you got so, your parents about to just take care of it for you, you gotta consider this stuff. Like we were So that never mind. Never mind. We get it. We get it, honey. I promise we get it. It's very important. So we're just gonna move on because I just wanted to ask you a couple questions. Okay. Now that we're coming up on four years of marriage. So, thinking about our year three. Okay. What has been, like, one of the highest points to you this year? Uh, you mean last Related year? to marriage. You mean last year? Like, this past year of marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Year three. Uh, I would just say that, you know, part, one of the things I had told you when we, was gonna, when we got married is that I was going to show you the world. Yeah. And I honestly think that I've been doing a damn good job. You have. I, I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> Doing a damn good job. You have, babe. Uh, you know, and I've been taking you everywhere. You've taken me everywhere. You know what I'm saying? You ain't had to worry about nothing. I have not had to worry about nothing. You ain't nothing. had to say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to help you with this. Nope, I'm taking you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even though our finances is joint, this wasn't coming out of joint. This was this is what we're doing. Yes. And I appreciate you, sweet, sweet hubby. Um. So you have shown me the world for sure. And it's your fault that I'm addicted to travel. This is very true. So um, now in my in, the, in my head, if you would have said that I was going to do it like this in 2015 when we got married, I probably would have been like, uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh, there's no way that we're going to hit all these places. But, you know, once you go somewhere once, then you just kind of feel like, man, the world is bigger than, you know, what you think, what you think. Like, yeah. you know, what I'm saying the world you think that. A lot of people think the world is going, you know, to the Caribbean, like, and that's like, that's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't really, for real, for real, get that itch until you go across that pond. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So once you hit Europe and you start getting it over there, then you really start to see like, okay, damn, like this is really, it's a lot of world out here for us to see. Yeah. It um, just seems so big. Like, I don't know if I'm the only person that thinks like this, but obviously I knew that there was life all over the world. Like I knew that, but when you cross the pond and you're in London and it, it looks so much like home, but not really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Whoa, like people really over here living. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. you know that, but it's just seeing it is just different. It's a different type of feeling. For, for sure. sure, for sure. Um, <laughs> you know, it was funny because we was having a, a conversation. Um, I think we might have addressed it. We did we talk about our accounts how it had got messed up and stuff uh, about the fraud and stuff we had. We haven't talked about that. Oh, okay, <laughs> so we had some fraudulent stuff on our account. I kind of talked about it a little bit on one of my blog posts. Okay, but. so we had to go to the bank and uh, we was talking to the banker, and uh, you know, one of those aha moments. I pat myself on the back. Cause uh, we was telling like all the places that we had been, and he was like, "Oh, well, how much, uh, how much debt do you have now because of that?" And I looked at him, and I gave him that look. We paid in cash. Yeah. So it just kind of made me feel good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we paid all, for all of our trips in cash. Um, cause he he just assumed that, cause we he asked us about our debt, and we do have debt. Don't get us wrong, like right, we right. have debt but then he we told him that we had been traveling and he asked us all the places we had traveled to and he was like oh okay well so how much more debt do you have now because of that yeah 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 and we were like none like we didn't pay for our trips on credit and so yeah i think that is great 
Nah, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I, I think, you know, a lot of times people talk about stuff that they did, but, you know, for me, this was something that I'm I'm okay with talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'm not really a, you know, a in your face, this is what I do type of person. Yeah. But I was just happy that we was able to do that and still be, you know, still be good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and it is doable. Cause a lot of times people think that you can't do this or travel as much as we have you know, without spending a whole bunch of money. But I promise you, I promise you, we do this the cheapest way that you can do it. Oh, yeah. I look for the best deals. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now, everywhere we go might not be a five-star hotel, but you know what I'm saying? It's. I still think that, you know, we it's got... It's comfortable. Always, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. And another question I want to ask you is, what do you think is the best thing about being married um i would say probably the best thing about being married is just being able to live life with somebody else i agree you know what i'm saying like you can you know achieve whatever goals that you might have set for your life but if you don't have anybody to share with then you know what's the point yep you know what i'm saying so uh for me it's just always good to have somebody to to just genuinely care about, you know, stuff that you're doing. Like, and they just rooting for you just as much as you're trying to root for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that just feels good. And I think that would, you know, help anybody. So if you're with somebody who um, is trying to compete with you, you might need to reevaluate y'all's relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you really need to have you a cheerleader. Agreed. You know? And if you don't have that, then I would strongly suggest you to, you know, talk about it, reevaluate whatever it is y'all got going on to figure out why. Yeah. Let's have a conversation and let them know that, that that's lacking mm-hmm. and that. And they may not even know that you right. feel like that. That's why I said it's good to have a conversation. Yeah. Because sometimes people are just so stuck in their ways that they don't realize something is bothering you or something that you need out of the relationship until you say something. Right. So like, you know, like uh, if y'all watch This Is Us. We can't get into that. I mean that that parallels like exactly with 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 what they got going on right now. Yeah. But I I'll, I'll, I'll let we it don't go. have time. Okay. So we're gonna put a pin in that because before I realized that this was the podcast before our anniversary, I actually did want to talk about. And it. I thought that that was my mindset coming into the day that that's what we was talking about. Yeah, I thought we were we I had planned for us to talk about. Um, um, my my girl Beth and Randall on This Is Us and that whole dynamic. So we put a pin in it mm-hmm. and we will address it next week. Yeah. But yeah, um, our anniversary is Thursday, like we said, and we're going to celebrate by going to dinner and then we're going to take a little quick trip to Atlanta mm-hmm. with some friends. So we're excited. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's been wanting to go to some candy thing. I don't even know what it is. So <laughs> I hope she has a good time. This is one of them situations where, you know, I'm doing this because she wants to because I don't really care about candy like that. But hopefully this place <laughs> is amazing. You know, you know what I'm saying? Feather, sometimes you're just going to have to do stuff in your relationship that you just don't care about. And, you know, the, the thing about doing Whoa. stuff that you don't care about <laughs> is like, listen, and I want to tell you this because I love you. Okay. I really do. But. Sometimes I just do things because I want to make you happy, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need you to want me to be just as engaged as you are because I don't care. So it'll be like sometimes you're trying to show me stuff and I'll be like, mm-hmm, we should just leave it at that because I really <laughs> just don't care. <laughs> but, part of, but part of amusing me in that aspect is giving me something more than mm-hmm. Because if you just give me mm-hmm, then I feel like you ain't listening. So it just makes me want to tell you more. That's the truth. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because um, I feel like we're about to start rambling. But Marcus, tell them where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at J. Or you can email me at Marcus at johnsoncap.com. What? I just was waiting on you to finish. I I would look the way because you don't like me to look at you when you say this part for whatever reason. I don't know. Because you're weird. And if you're looking for some good music to listen to while you're at work and, you know, you're looking listen for some jazz music, you can always go to marcusj.net. 
and find my album Passion Speaks Louder. I promise you it'll be a good uh it's great. You know, relaxing music while you're at work. Yes. And last thing I'm gonna say is that I need y'all help making sure that I go to the gym. So if y'all could just put on my Instagram, like on my pictures, just like the little man that's look like he running. <laughs> Put the little the man, running emoji yeah, man. Put the little running emoji man. So that'll just let me know, like, dang, I need to go to the gym. Need to get up and go, bro. Yes. Like I'm really trying to do better, and like I need to hold myself accountable, but I need help. So I need y'all. He's help. telling you guys I'm that he needs help, need and that is help. huge for him to admit that he needs help. I need help because what happens is I'll go for two weeks, and then something to happen, and then I'll be out for three. And this is yeah. not a good scenario. Go two, out three. It's just not. Yeah, it's not good. Nah. So I need y'all help. Okay. And you can find me on Instagram at Jamaria Olivia J or my blog through jamseyes.com. And I don't need y'all to put no running girl on my Instagram. Yeah, she need the same thing. No, I she don't. She need to be right there with me. I don't need it. If I feel like going, I'm going to go. <laughs> Period. <laughs> All right. Well. My name is Jamaria Johnson. And I'm Marcus Johnson. Thanks for coming over and hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next week. Peace.